Hey everyone, and welcome to BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra. Broadcast live in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. A show that breaks down special events, projects, dates, and silos within the BPX ecosystem. Now, without further delay, let's get to this episode of BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Radish Digital Studios in Virginia. It's a great day. It's a great day because you decided to join us. We're always grateful when you do that. And hopefully your loyalty will be rewarded today with a little bit of alpha. And what alpha are we talking about? We're talking about alpha on coins, blockchain coins. And we have a great guest co-host today, Big Dobbs, who's going to talk to us about the BPX coin. And we'll start by talking a little bit about the Pepe phenomenon that's going on right now. And we'll also talk about the BPX coin. All right. Thanks for coming in and thanks for educating us about the BPX coin. Um, One thing, do you want to be called Dobbs or do you want to be called Peter? Uh, you can call me whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. I just, my, right. my Twitter profile is is this because it, um, uh, I guess it has to be professionally, but, but it, <laughs> um, it, it you know, it, it really doesn't matter. Okay, so we can call you Big Peter then if you want. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, well, we'll call you Dobbs. Sure. So before, so Dobbs, before we get into your background and kind of where you're coming from, which is impressive, let's just talk about the the phenomenon that's going on right now with the the Pepe coin. And we're here to talk about the Block Packs ecosystem BPX coin. And so folks are, there are a lot of folks who are moving out some of their assets out of BPX and they're moving them into Pepe. So what's going on with Pepe right now, Dobbs? And are you actively involved in what's happening with Pepe? Uh, No, I'm not. I'm not involved at all. Um, That's funny, though, that people are doing that. Um, So. You know, I, I, I guess you know one of the things to consider with with respect to to blockchain, and, and this is this is relevant for for BPX as well, right? So, um, you know, the, the the barrier to to entry, right, to creating a coin uh, of any kind is is minimal, right? Like anyone can create a token of of any sort. And have it um, listed, you know, not listed, but have it have it exchanged and traded on a blockchain. So, you know, in, in this case, obviously Ethereum. So, um, you know, there's there's millions of them, right? And um, but you know, ninety nine point nine percent of them, nothing ever happens because it's just an exercise, essentially in. In, in in marketing and um you know and, and, and it's a whole phenomenon of, of, of just basically a meme coin which just basically means that there's there's no functional utility or or no um perceived value outside of um you know what the next person is willing to pay for it so um that's what pepe is it's a it's a it's a meme and it's a um exchanged on on ethereum and if people want to speculate in it and and trade around it and have fun doing it then they're able to but ultimately um you know someone is going to you know quote unquote be left holding the bag right in, in, unless by 
uh, you know, some some miraculous phenomenon, it becomes some sort of uh, uh, accepted, largely accepted narrative of, of kind of a global reserve in, in some fashion. But I would say that that's probably highly unlikely. Well, and to, to your point, uh, Big Dobbs, <clears throat> when I was doing a little bit of research ahead of this talk, the some of the top search results were uh, create your own coin instantly and easily. Mm -hmm. And it, it was amazing is that it's I think to folks like myself who don't understand it that well is that it seems like it would be more difficult, but it's not. And so just to clarify, you mentioned before about being on the chain. So are both BPX and Pepe both ERC20 tokens? Um. I don't know exactly how they 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 set it up. Um, you know, there's uh, I, I would assume so, but there's there's a lot of different um, nuances between between how um, how they are set up. But they both they're both you know they they're, they're both block, uh, Ethereum uh, based tokens, right? So so they settle, they transact on the Ethereum blockchain. They, and that's like ERC twenty that sort of thing is is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. And and that's a good point to know. So there's not where we're used to kind of in non-blockchain life, right? There, there are highways and there are barriers to getting on the highway. And so when you're looking at a token, there's no barrier. So just because something is ERC-20 doesn't connotate any any stability, any legitimacy to it at no, all. No, that's, that's just that's – just, that's just technology, right? That, that, that does, it doesn't mean anything. And And, and I think – you know, yes and no to, to your point, right? So, you know, if we're talking about, you know, a barrier to, to entry, so like what, what blockchain ultimately does is it, is it allows for um, assets to be, um, you know, more easily exchanged, more liquid, more transferable, more fractionalized, right? So that you can, um, you know, increase the velocity or, or the productivity of, of those assets, um, you know, globally, really, right? So, so if you look at it, it's no different than anything else. It's just the mechanism behind it, right? So they, we could say the barrier to creating a coin is essentially zero. Well, I can, you know, I can go create a LLC, win 20 minutes right um but it doesn't necessarily mean that anyone's going to invest in that llc or buy or trade that llc or or that you know i'm ever even going to do anything or launch a business with it right so i can create a a, a token um in the in the same vein right the the difference sure. being that the mechanism by which it's 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 transferred and, tra and exchanged um blockchain is, is 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 different now you know what you're also talking about with like listing and things like that i mean that's more akin to the um to the exchanges right so so you know if we go sure. back to bpx right bpx is not on coinbase right it's it's not on major exchanges um but you can still set up um mechanisms to trade it on decentralized exchanges like 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 uniswap because they're 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 fully, you know. Well, that's as a different argument, but they they are decentralized, meaning that you know there is no, um, you know, central entity in charge of approving what can be traded and what can't be traded. And we're going to for folks. Thank you for joining us. Is that this is BPX After Dark special daytime where we're focusing on the BPX coin. And in a while, we're going to get to a number of folks made some major cash outs of BPX. And there was a lot of befuddlement where folks were saying 
why didn't the coin price crater based on that sell pressure? And we'll get to that in a little bit, but we're going to actually go back to the beginning of the BPX coin. And even before that, we're talking with Big Dobbs. And so, Dobbs, can you just share with the audience what your current role is professionally, just so folks know where you're coming from? Coming in. Um, so I think I think you said just what my what my current role is professionally. Yeah, what 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 you do professionally, so folks know where you're coming. Yeah, sure. From. So yeah, I, I spent my career in um, investment management in, in, in institutionally. Uh, so worked at you know different uh, hedge funds, asset management firms. Um, did you know uh, fintech as well? Started a fintech company. Ran that for for seven years. So um, you know background is all in in investing and tech and technology. Um, got involved in. Um, you know, ETH back in 2016, 2017, started, um, you know, mining for it. And, um, you know, now currently, uh, since, you know, early 2020, I've been at uh, ARCA, which is a um, institutional asset management firm solely focused on uh, blockchain ecosystem. Uh, we have a few different, few different funds and I am the chief strategy officer there. Great. Thank you, Dobbs. So to let's start off with the BPX coin. And and just for um, transparent, transparency's sake, from season one, how many BPX coin? And if you don't want to share that, that's fine. We're, this is everybody needs to do their own research. This is not financial advice. But Dobbs is can you share with us how much how many BPX coins were you granted based on season one? And what's your strategy in terms of how much you're holding? Just so an, another way that folks know where you're coming from. Sure. Um, actually, I don't even know what what I was um, what I was granted. I, th- I, I think in the three to five hundred thousand range. I'm not I'm not even really sure. Um Okay. To be honest with you, yeah, I think I think I think around probably probably split the middle, maybe around four hundred thousand. I don't really know though. Okay, and so what's your what are you doing with the four hundred thousand? Spending, keeping, converting to USDC. What are you I'm not doing? Converting it. There's there's no real reason to do that. I've bought some more. Um, I've spent some um, on you know auctions or, or 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 just kind of in the community OTC. Um, and other than that, I'm just kind of sitting on it. So would you say that you're, if you started about 400,000, would you say based on the buying and the swapping and the spending, you're still right around 400,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right around there. Okay. And now, is it important for you long term to hold on to any BPX? Because you you feel, hey, that if this goes to 10 cents, it's basically double. That's 100%. But is that part of your strategy with BPX to hold because you believe the inherent value will go up? Not really, frankly. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking at it as an investment at all. Um, you know, to which, uh, you know, frankly, like, and this is my, my situation is like a little bit, a little bit unique, but, but, uh, um, you know, to me, it's a pure, it's a pure utility. It is, it is kind of a, a rewards system and it is a, um, you know, it, 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 it is somewhat analogous to a, um, you know, not, the, you know, my kids play Roblox, right? You can buy like Roblox bucks, right? You know, and, and use it to to spend within that closed ecosystem. That's kind of the way I use, B, look at BPX is it is, it is a, 
it is a currency that I can use solely native to the BPX ecosystem. But, you know, I happen to, um, you know, really enjoy the BPX ecosystem. So to me that, that that's fine. If I, if I didn't, then I would just, you know, exit it. Um, but I'm not, you know, holding it, you know, if it, if it goes up in value, right. You know, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not looking to sell at some certain point in the future because I'm not, you know, looking at it as an investment. Sure. And, and, and I guess another way to look at it too is not just selling in the future, but conversely, whereas it might take 300,000 BPX coin to yeah. buy the male astronaut one of one, in the future, it might only take 150,000, right? So that's, that's another way that some folks might be looking at it. For let's start with the token and and Dobbs. I don't know how much you followed it. I know that uh, Frenchie, the founder for Blockpacks, had been talking about doing this for mm -hmm. a while. And so, from from your perspective, and this is us talking. This is community driven. This is not BPX. So this is strictly uh, conjecture on our part. So why do you think Frenchie? We're talking about Blockpacks, BPX. It's an ecosystem that is a disruptor in Web three. They're not a pure Web three play. They're they're mixing Web two, Web three, real world collectibles with the blockchain. They have a lot going on in their projects, and they come along two years after their genesis, and they say we're launching our our BPX token. So Dobbs, why would why we talked about the main coin, which has no inherent value to it. For BPX, they describe this as their Delta Sky Miles reward mm. token. So why would BPX create a token on the blockchain? Um, well, th th there could be a number of reasons. And, and you know, I, I've, um, you know, I certainly don't, you know, I'm not privy to internal conversations um, at, at, at Blockpacks as to, as to, exactly why um but you know i i think it is all you know very in, inherent in in the mantra of of web3 um you know and and you know the concept of rewards points um to strengthen a a community and brand loyalty has been around you know for a long time right and and i think you know what 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 blockchain offers is um, you know, you know, kind of takes it to that next level where, you know, someone could choose to monetize their uh, rewards points, uh, you know, more, more directly, right? Or, um, or, or could, you know, you know, spend them and they, and they look more like a, you know, like a, a, a quasi native currency that has some, some velocity to it and mobility to it. So, you know, that, that is, that, that's kind of the benefit of it. I mean, there's obvious um, other parallels, right? So if, um, you know, let's just operate under the assumption that, you know, Blockpacks executes on its long-term vision and is, is successful, right? Um, you know, it, it created a, um, you know, a rewards program that is, is, you know, directly transferable and has the potential for the, you know, let's just say the general population to ascribe an overt 
dollar value to it, right, in the form of, of, of these liquidity pools. So it is it is much more easily, um, you know, monetizable. And because they created it and essentially own the treasury, um, should they ever need to, you know, look to monetize or raise money or use that currency as opposed to kind of, you know, USD, which they need for other spending and to pay salaries and stuff, then it just gives that operator a lot more, um, you know, flexibility to do so. And well, and, and 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 you mentioned the liquidity pools in the treasury. Let's get in the LPs in just a minute. But when you mentioned the treasury, is that I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, Dobbs, do you remember how many total BPX token have been created or will ever be created? I don't recall off the top oh. of my head. I know I, I, I want to see. It might be like five billion. Is that right? Um, but I really don't know. I, I believe the liquidity pool was initially funded with thirty-three million. Um, but if right, if, I think it's yeah, about there. If it's five billion, then. Um, you know, then, then, then that's, but, you know, it's like anything else, right? You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, this versus equity, right? In equity, you know, you're, you're authorized for a certain number of shares. There's a certain number of shares outstanding, but there's nothing stopping any public company from issuing more equity and, 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 and diluting. So, you know, if BPX is 5 billion right now, um, I would, you know, I, there's theoretically nothing preventing them from creating more. Well, and so, uh, Dobbs, you kind of went over that quickly. But so, f- for folks who don't um, who don't own stock or necessarily have intimate knowledge, right? So, it for instance, IBM has a billion shares that are outstanding, but they're authorized to issue an addition an additional billion to raise mm-hmm. funds. But that doesn't mean they would do that. But they can call on that at any time. So you would equate what the total amount possible of the BPX token is similar to the reserve shares that could be issued? Yes and no. I mean, you know, there's a little more nuance to it than that. Um, You know, when you look at like market cap in, in just, you know, in the stock market, right, it is the shares outstanding times the stock price equals the you know, market capitalization of the of the business, right? Um, and and theoretically, if you know Apple is worth a hundred dollars, right, and they have a hundred shares outstanding, each worth at a dollar, right? If they if they issue a hundred more shares, it, it, you know, it doesn't change the economic value of the company. So those shares would just be worth fifty cents. You know, that that's you know how it should work in 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 practice. Now with you know, tokens, coins, whatever you want to call them, um, market cap is, is, is kind of meaningless because all it represents is the total authorized, um, you know, tokens, not, not even the, the float, but what has been authorized times the price. So, you know, if you go back to Pepe, I think it has like a one and a half billion, maybe even more market cap. It doesn't mean that people think Pepe is worth one and a half billion dollars in aggregate. It just means that there are, I think like 400 trillion Pepe coins that can exist, you know, based on the initial contract. And, you know, those trade at, you know, spot, you know, five zeros and, you know, three or wherever it is right now, three, seven, five. Right. So, um, you know, and that, that's why it's all just kind of like fuzzy math, right. I can, I can create Dobbs coin when we get off the phone, say there's going to be 50 trillion of them. And, you know, if it, if it trades at, you know, 0.00000, like as far as you go, it's going to have some market cap. It doesn't mean it's worth anything though. 
Okay. And okay, so getting back to BPX is they have a certain amount of coins that uh, a cap on which will ever be issued and, and put into circulation. Mm -hmm. And then when we talk about the initial 33 million for, they issued that for the, talk to us about the liquidity pools because that was part of when they rolled out their BPX token. So, so they create that token mm -hmm. on the blockchain and they, they create these, so entropy is actually creating the 1 billion or however many total can be created. He's creating the 1 billion coins in a contract on the blockchain before it was rolled out to us, those of us in the BPX community, well, and everybody on the blockchain. But is that how it went then, Dobbs, is that he creates it on the blockchain? Um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be cre created on a blockchain. It's not It's not terribly relevant. I mean, the, the, the blockchain is your settlement agent, right? So- No, no, I, and I, it, it doesn't, I'm not saying what it could be. It's like, I don't know, in this particular case with the BPX coin. So these coins that are, that exist, uh -huh. where do they exist? Were they created as a, as an executed chain on the blockchain, on the Ethereum block they were, chain? They, I don't know exactly the process that he, you know, went and created, you know, what service if he used, if he used his own. So I, I really, I don't, I don't know. Um, okay. They, yeah, that's okay. They, they, right. And some of these questions are technical. They exist in a contract. Yes. They, they exist in a, in a, in a contract and there is a, a certain, um, and they have, you know, in essence control over them um, or in the contract. I mean, depending on how they set it up, I really, I don't know exactly um, whether it's written into the code or not. Um, it can be set up to, you know, release a certain amount on a certain amount of cadence. But, but, I, but my guess is, you know, because Blockpacks is a much more like centralized entity, and they want to have control over it, um, and how they can issue it and how they can reward it. Um, I would imagine they just they just created it. It exists in this contract, and they have control over that over that contract. And, and for folks who don't recall, is when BPX was being rolled out, is that Frenchie went at length to explain how much they were going to issue each mm -hmm. year in terms of rewards, um, other programs they had. So it's a very structured, very planned release of the BPX coin. So let's talk about the liquidity pools because I think a lot of folks have still have some confusion over that. Mm -hmm. And in terms of from the very beginning, would the liquidity pool have been created at the time that the initial contract was created? Or is that something that comes later and can come at any time, Dobbs? And then let's hear about the basics of LPs. No, that can come at any time. So, okay. so the, the liquidity pool is, okay, so if we, if we go back to, um, you know, what we were discussing earlier you know, with, with essentially listing, right? Like anyone can create an LLC in a business. It doesn't mean it trades out on, on a stock exchange. Um, and anyone can create a coin um, or a token, but it doesn't mean that, you know, there's any liquidity or it's listed, right? There, there's there's literally, you know, I would guess tens of millions of coins out there, right? Um, because again, the you know, the barrier to creating one is essentially zero. So, you know, because it's not going to be, you know, tradable on, you know, Coinbase, say, or or on you know whatever other you know you know kind of service or exchange, crypto.com that 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 one uses. Um, there is uh, you know a concept that that's come up in the past couple of years called you know decentralized finance, which is you know basically the mirror of our you know our our financial services ecosystem, but if instead of it being controlled by you know J.P. Morgan Chase and Deutsche and Goldman Sachs. 
it is controlled by, um, you know, software developers and software. So, you know, Uniswap is an example of a exchange that was, that was built, that it was built in a manner such that uh, there is no centralized authority with oversight as to, you know, what is listed, um, you know, the rules are in the code, right? So the way in which you, anyone can, um, you know, if you wanted to create Radish coin, you could do so, and you could decide that you want it to be, you know, tradable um, and exchangeable on Uniswap. So what you would do is you would create a pool, you would tie that pool to the contract of, you know, your Radish token, or in this case, BPX. And all you really need to do is you need to, um, you know, set up what you are pairing that pool with. So this would be, you know, analogous to if you were trading, you know, again, you go back to IBM stock, right? The pair for IBM stock is U.S. dollars, right? Every, every, uh, in the U.S., any U.S. stock market, you're paired with U.S. dollars. The, the stock's quoted in U.S. dollars. Um, tokens are different because you have different base currencies. It could be ETH. It could be U.S. dollars in the form of USDC. It could be Bitcoin. It could be anything, right? So, um, you know, in this case, they set up the initial pair uh, with USDC. And what you, in essence, have to do, and, and you know, I think there were a lot of questions to, to Frenchie and the team originally about what's it going to be worth. And, and you know, there were, there were a lot of reasons why they didn't, you know, weren't able to say much. Um, but, you know, they, they, in essence, funded it with 33 million BPX, and that was what they put into the pool. And they had to, you know, set a, um, uh, an initial price because they are also funding um, the initial amount of USDC that goes into the pool. So their initial price uh, that BPX went live at was a penny. And so when you say the they had to fund it with USDC for that initial pool for the 33 million. So if it, where does, so in the contract, they say, we're going to put this USDC, there's, there's on the blockchain, you can see where they, BPX controls an account. And they put in that amount of USDC, and you can see it sitting in that account. So, and again, there's no SEC registration, right? This is just all you do your own thing. You tell people what you're doing, and because the blockchain's transparent, you can see if what the people are telling us is true. Is is that a fair s statement? Um, yes. I mean, I think there's a few statements in there, but but you know, I don't think anything was inaccurate. Well, because if we say that. For block packs to, if they're setting aside this USDC to have, you know, it, it it makes me think of the US used to be on the gold standard, right? That that's where I go, and I think about okay, they're they're putting some USDC. There's something more than just a meme to this, uh, and oh, obviously for those of okay. the BPX I, community. I, I so 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 yes and no. So so you know when you talk about gold standard things like that, that's that's in essence pegging one currency to another currency or to another asset, right? So BPX is not pegged to usdc no and, and 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 my apologies i didn't i i understand pegging and i shouldn't have brought that in but i um i guess one of the things is when people say that there is when the other point to look at gold is people 
rightly or wrongly used to say that there was gold that backed this. In theory, right, that you could have gone and turned it in and you could have said, give me gold for my money. That's how some people looked at it. So if we say that USDC was backing the BPX coin, is the thinking is there is there is value behind the BPX. It's not just something that was created. There's actually a value that was put up yeah. that's being held in reserve. So not really. Um, that, that's not, I think that I get what you're saying, but it's probably the wrong way to look at it, right? So, so you know, I, I think there is value in, in, in BPX 100%, but that value is based on what you can use that BPX for. So it is, it is purely based on the utility that you can use the BPX for, meaning I can go buy real world assets, right? Cards, collectibles, things that I can then turn around and, and, and sell if I wanted to uh, for BPX, right? Which, you know, I've done and, and, and not that I've sold, but I've bought, but, but that many have done, um, many have done here. That is the utility and what describes value. The, the, the USDC within the liquidity pool is, is very simply someone needs to make a market in BPX so that uh, people can buy it or or sell it, right? So, um, and and the only way in which that's done is, um, you know, through DeFi because it's not listed on ex- in exchange, right? And it, if you go trade on Coinbase, Coinbase is the market maker, right? You know, Coinbase quotes. Well, and that's what I was going to say is, so is the USDC basically acting as the market maker that's, for that, BBS? That, that, it's the other side of the trade. That's exactly right. So, so yep. the way, so, so Uniswap is an AMM. It's an automated market maker, right? There's no trader on the other side of the computer, you know, making an active market. It is it is an algorithm that adjusts based on the trading activity, right? So the reason- Okay, and so Dobbs, wait, I, I wanna get into that, yeah. but I also just wanna stop for one second, just because you're using terms like market maker, market maker and I, I used to have a, a family member who was on a trading desk mm-hmm. and also been investing for decades, so I'm not on your level. But for folks who don't understand is that, and I know Dobbs, you're gonna tell me that I'm simplifying too much and, and leaving no, some I'm out. Not, I'm not no, no, no. Well, when, wait till you hear my explanation. But for folks who don't understand is that, for instance, the NASDAQ, the National Association of Security Dealers, is that the different member companies would trade different companies on the NASDAQ. And they were responsible for making a market in those stocks. So what would happen is the NASDAQ wanted to be an exchange where if I own company XYZ shares in and I need to liquidate it, I need liquidity. If there's nobody out there sitting in their home in Omaha, Nebraska, just deciding, hey, I wanna buy shares of XYZ, there needs to be somebody who's going to buy shares of somebody looking to sell. And at a reasonable price, not lowball them and give them 10% of what it's worth. So stock stock trading companies would have these trading desks and they are their job was to provide liquidity and trading so you could unload your shares there's always going to be an efficient market in there because the market was not efficient by itself so when we talk about market makers that's what we're talking about and so in the BPX coin they the goal is you want to replicate what those trading desks used to do in the old days, which is create this market mechanism so that there's liquidity that you can move in and out of BPX. Is that, I know you're gonna cringe hearing that Dobbs, but is that an okay way to describe it? Um, yeah, I mean, sort of <laughs> like, like it, it, I mean, I, I would just say it's not, 
it's not you, you almost make it sound altruistic right it's not like <laughs> it's not like these people are, are setting markets in so that you know someone can get out at a good price like they're doing it to make money right so they, sure. they earn they earn a spread um they are they are balancing uh like a, a you know a, a market maker is exactly what it sounds like right they are making a market in in something it doesn't matter if it's a stock it doesn't matter if it's a um you know a commodity like gold or pork right um it's the same thing like a he does in, in in sports betting right they 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 have a they have a spread and they are looking to um in essence match up buyers and sellers so that's what a market maker is doing they're trying to they're not the ones taking the the principal risk so if i'm making a market in a stock and you come to me and you're like i want to i need to sell you know a thousand shares i'm not giving you a price and saying okay i'll own those thousand shares right now i am i am quoting it based on what I have buy demand for, what I have sell demand for, and then I have a spread that I'm keeping for providing that service. Okay, and so let's move over now to the BPX token because, of course, they are – you mentioned you're staying in the ecosystem, but some folks want to trade it in to move over to Pepe. So they're looking to exit. <laughs> I know. Okay. You laugh every time I say that. So when it comes to BPX and why it's important. So the we were talking about the reserve – of USDC that block packs put in uh, at the beginning. And I was saying, I was trying to equate it to something and you're saying, no, not quite that, not quite that. So so what was the purpose for the pool of USDC that BPX put up? What was it, what were the intent, what's the intent for putting that up? It, without it, there would be no way to sell BPX. Right, because if 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 you, it's not making a market. Right, when you make a market, you have to be, you have to offer in essence a bid. What would you buy it at? What would you what would you sell it at? Now, Blackpacks isn't the market maker. Uniswap's algorithm is the market maker. But you have to, if you are going to quote unquote provide liquidity, you have to provide the assets for both sides of the trade, which means that if I want to go buy BPX, right, I would take USDC, I would go to Uniswap, I would would look to buy USDC. What I'm really doing in practice is I'm putting, say, $100 worth of USDC into the liquidity pool, and I am removing $100 equivalent of BPX from the liquidity pool. So now you have 100 more USDC and 100 less BPX. And the way that, you know, it would work traditionally would be, you know, some person would in essence adjust their market based on the new supply demand. What Uniswap does is it looks at the quotient of the two and comes up with a new price of BPX based on the assets that are in the pool. And so that let's talk about the last couple of days where <clears throat> a couple of individuals sold uh, large sums. Some were into the five digits it, where they were liquid. Well, into the five digits in terms of U.S. dollar. So folks wanted to know why isn't the price of BPX going lower based on in one instance, I think it was 16,000 U.S. dollar that was sold. So tell us, Dobbs, is that. For the Uniswap algorithm, why isn't it looking at something like that and moving it significantly lower? Well, it, it, 
it it does, um, but it's based on a, a number of things. And so, so it, you know, there's there, there's buyers as well. Um, you know, I haven't looked at EtherScan to see what all of the many you know transactions were, um, but it's 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 not. There's no subjectivity to it. So when when BPX uh, when Blockpacks created the liquidity pool at first, right, there was um, uh, there's a certain amount of BPX, there's a certain amount of the USDC, and the BPX times the USDC equals a, a number. Let's just call that, you know, X for here, right? X is is a constant, right? So the the because USDC is is rel- is you know relatively stable, the the variable that's going to adjust as BPX is added to or removed from the pair and USDC is added to or removed from the pair. The only variable that's going to change is the price of BPX, right? So if someone sells, you know. So in in Dobbs, do do us a favor and use really big numbers. Say, you know, you say like 10 million and then somebody does a 5 million, but give us an example with big numbers, just an exaggerated example. Of well, well for, I mean, for, we for instance, the actual pool, right? So I'm gonna have to pull it up. But um, all right. So if I look at the actual pool, there's a TVL, right, of 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 1.7 million in in, in the pool. So, that so is hold the, on. So Dobbs is like if uh, TVL total value, total value locked, right? Yeah. The, okay. The, the dollar value of the pool, exactly. So 16 okay. grand is not. It's not a lot. Right, that's not that's not terribly meaningful in the in the grand scheme of things. Now, um, there's not a lot of volume in in the um, in the pair, right? You know, over the last day, it's traded just under ten grand. Um, but you know, sixteen thousand dollars is is not you know a, a, a ton. You know, that said, it's I mean the thing's five cents, right? So if if you move from you know five to five and a half cents, that's a that's a Ten percent move, you know that's that's not inconsequential, um, you know. But you know we're 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 dealing with relatively small numbers, right? So um, if I go back to, you know, just looking at this chart on, on Uniswap, right? You know, April, what is this? April eighth, it was under under five cents, you know, and then and then you know went almost as high as seven cents a couple of days later, and you know again that's it's just going to be a function of supply demand. Right. So, um, you know, if there are buyers, um, you know, that outweigh sellers, right. I mean, this is, this is overly simplistic maybe, but you know, the price of BPX is going to go up. There's no, there's no, there's only one way it can happen. And that's, 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 that's the algorithm and, and the, and the, and that X is constant, right? So it is, there's, there's only one way it can go. So, when the person you you said you weren't looking at EtherScan, but for when that person exited sixteen thousand U.S. dollars worth of BPX, when you look at the number of buyers, is that I'm relying on the chatter that was in 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 Discord, but it doesn't appear that there were. You know, normally what happens in a market is if somebody's exiting out of a position sixteen thousand U.S. dollars worth, for for it to not to impact the price that much, you would have buyers coming in saying, I'm willing to buy this person's position, either one person or multiple people. But that doesn't appear to be the case. So how much, when you're talking about the Uniswap making the market in it, how much of it 
is the liquidity pool sucking it up, the $16,000 swap out, right? BPX for USDC. How much of that is the, the liquidity pool absorbing that versus buyers coming in? Um, well, I guess, I guess one, why, why do you say that there were no buyers? No, I'd, I, I didn't look at the Ether scan, but also my understanding is that there are a number, I see jams in here. To my knowledge is that I'm not sure anyone was, folks are watching the Ether scan and nobody was talking about anyone buying 16,000 worth of USDC. So obviously if that person comes in, like the buys have been relatively small, right? There was no auction that was ending. Additionally, where we tend to see our buys, we tend to see them closer to Sunday night when the auction's ending. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I mean, I just go in and buy when I, when I, you know, want to buy, well, and it's, you know, maybe. Well, a well let's ask you, Dobbs. What, what's the biggest buy that you've done, U.S. dollar wise, of BPX? Oh, I don't mean, I don't know. Not I mean, nothing big. Maybe a few thousand dollars. Right, and so I think that's one of the questions I had is that. I, I it's I you can see the market. I in my mind, I can picture you're looking at this market. And you understand it completely. I still don't completely understand this marketplace because I don't see the buyers. I don't see folks coming in and I don't see enough small buyers making up for that $16,000 sale. So I'm trying to understand. A so, okay, so, 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 so let's go back to that. Okay. So, so, you know, 16,000 was, was, first of all, $16,000 is nothing, right? We're talking about, we're talking about a TVL of 1.7 million. Uh, so, so 16,000 is, is 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 very very little um, in in kind of the grand scheme of things. Remember, there's they, they started with 33 million BPX um, in there. Um, okay, so so 16,000 what is like a couple hundred thousand BPX? That's nothing. Um, so you're so you're so you're taking something that started at 33 million BPX. You're adding a couple hundred thousand BPX to um, to the pool, right? So. That is what one tenth of one percent. So okay, like and let that. me let me let me stop you right there. And that's where maybe I'm not. I haven't been following. So if I were to look at a stock that I was interested in, the total market cap, the total shares issued, actually, wouldn't it be as important as the daily volume. When I look at the daily volume and then I see what's actively being traded, it doesn't take much for a small trade to swing that stock price. And it doesn't really have to do with the total issues out, uh, total issued shares. They're it totally has more to different. do with the you can't, the you can't compare the well, two because one is one is one is a market that's created. Wait, wait, by, and when you say you you can't compare the two, you're talking about you can't compare the stock price movement with the token price movement. Is that what when you say you can't compare the two, those two? Correct. Okay, they're, so they're fundamentally the, it, completely different. Okay, and this is – I appreciate you sharing this because as somebody who's been investing for 37 years is that I look at the – I look at it, it – it's hard for me to separate tokens from stock securities and how they trade. And I that's how I see it. If, if a stock has – it's thinly traded and then you have somebody come in and they drop something like 16000 compared to what we're seeing every day, that would move the price. So you're saying no, it goes back to because this is being done by an algorithm, is that it's looking at the the 33 million BPX that are sitting there, and they're saying, okay, this person just came in with 16,000 US dollar worth of BPX. I need to figure out what that does to the price, 
and they're moving the price down slightly bit, but only because of that. So it's not taking into account daily average volume. It, it's it's just it's purely a quotient, right? So you have you have the the amount of BPX times the amount of USDC equals X. X is the same. So if you add sixteen thousand BPX, remove sixteen thousand USDC, the price of of, um, of 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 BPX is going to is going to change, right? It's going to go um, it's going to go down every time that BPX is added to the pool and it's going to go up every time that BPX is <laughs> removed from the pool. Okay. I, that, and I, I love that. That's going to be your mantra, which is you're going to get it through my head. Don't worry, big Dobbs. And uh, I know Leone's in here and we're going to get him up on stage. I think Viking, a giant also wants to get on stage in a second, but um, Leone, it's, you had a question or a comment. Yeah, for me, um, and, Dobbs, awesome job kind of going through and explaining all this, right? A, a component that's really important to remember, and Dobbs, I think you hit on this. There's a level of transparency in the stock market where you can go and see how much somebody wants to buy and at what price. Mm -hmm. So you very much recognize, hey, if I buy X shares of this company, the price is going to hit a specific value. The way Uniswap works, there is no visibility directly into how much a buy will impact the price. There is a little bit if you do some really crazy math, but that is hidden from users purposely because Uniswap has that algorithm behind the scenes that's kind of dictating where the price is going to move based on what's inside the pool. Um, so it's it's hard to compare the two, but if you go on like an L2 um, within kind of a stock trading platform, you understand what impacts the movement here. It's not as transparent, which is actually pretty funny considering it's using the blockchain, right? And it's all about transparency. So that was and, the and, and, and Leone, I to make. Leone, um, just to follow up for folks who aren't following, is for folks who haven't seen level two, is that you, it's it, average investors can see this, but when you're looking at your stock trading platform, you can start to see the blocks of shares that folks are buying and selling, how many they have, at what price they are. So you can kind of see where the, the price is going to start to waterfall or start to shoot up. And it, of course, it depends, right? The every moment, the especially the computer algorithms can send it a different way, but you also, you can see where the there's a lot of pressure, either buying or selling in different parts. So just when you're talking about that level two. So Leone, is that when when it comes to the BPX coin, is that what are you seeing in terms of, you mentioned you can go through some crazy stuff to kind of see what's going to happen. I, do you just not even factor in what the, the price is of the BPX coin because it's just in your mindset, it's a stable coin, I'm not concerned? You know, it's it's. It, I don't want to go down the stablecoin path because it's not that right. Um, it's stable uh, in the sense that there's not enough volume of buys or sells to influence price movement. Right? There's not excessive volatility that we've seen in some cryptocurrencies in the past. Um, and honestly, a lot of fundamentals in the price of anything of going up and going down. Uh, can't really be applied here yet. I don't think there's enough, there's just simply not enough volume to actually say, oh yeah, I, I know it's going to go up this percent or that percent, or there's a quarterly earnings or whatever. Um, there's a new offering. Uh, I think what will dictate price movement isn't somebody coming in or leaving the project. It's 
oh, we have a big event and BPX is going to be core to that event when it comes to sales or an auction. And by the way, you can track price movement for auctions. You can see sometimes quite often an influx in people buying BPX because they want to be active in an auction. And guess what? If they don't win or the auction's over, we're going to see a sell. We're going to see the prices go down. So you can kind of play some of that. I don't know if that answered your question, but um, yeah, just wanted to say that too. No, I appreciate that. Uh, Dobbs, is any comment you want to follow up on Leone? Um, no, I mean, it was a good, it was a good explanation. I mean, the only, the only thing I, I heard that either I didn't understand or, um, or I might, I might disagree with slightly is, is, you know, when you talk about the stock market, there's, there's transparency into what bids and asks are the different sizes. There's not transparency into how that will affect the next bidder ask, right. Or the next price, right. So if I see, you know, an offer out there to, you know, that someone will sell, you know, a thousand shares to me at a hundred dollars and I lift that offer, um, you know, I don't know exactly what the next market is going to be because it's, 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 it's discretionary. And now obviously the more liquid and bigger the name is, the, the easier it is. But, um, but yeah, I think the, the, the main point is you, you, you don't know what the order book looks like in Uniswap. There's no visibility into the order book, only what has happened. Yeah, that's a great point that Leone brought up, especially with the blockchain and the transparency. So, uh, Dobbs, let me ask you this question, because you mentioned about the USDC and the BPX, right? Is that uh, BPX, you you take BPX out, USDC goes in. You take USDC out, BPX goes in. So let's let's use the example is that the, the and then we're going to get to the members being part of the liquidity pool in just a second, and then we're going to wrap up the show. But take us to the extreme, and all of a sudden, pe- only people buying BPX. They're just throwing USDC in, and they're, and they're buying BPX. And so mm-hmm. the entirety of the 33 million BPX that was set aside by block packs is now left. So what happens at that point when that 33 million is gone and nobody in the community has sold their BPX in? So everything that's in there right this moment, it's gone and there's no BPX. So does block packs at that point, they have their plan, right? Each year what they're going to release. And I assume the amount that they're going to release is goes into that pool additionally what they airdrop to the community or not airdrop, but allow us to claim. So what happens if tomorrow all 33 million block packs coins were so, gone from because it's a it's a quotient you can and, and, you know you have to have both sides of the trade so let's just say there's one bpx left in it right and um and and say in in the course of um you know everyone essentially purchasing bpx and adding usdc and that's obviously at a constantly increasing price because it's it's a quotient so say say there's a say there's a hundred million dollars of usdc uh, well what's what's the tvl right now so it's uh um it's it's call it two million round up so say at 33 million say it gets to 50 million right um and uh and and you have one bpx that's left in there because you do need something um then basically the price of bpx is going to be 50 million dollars right because there is there is one bpx supporting 50 million dollars of usdc 
um, and that 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 quotient is going to be constant. So the variable is the price of BPX. And so that Uniswap valuation will never take into account the total BPX coin that's actually been created and can no, be it's released. Irrelevant. It's, it's, and, it's, it's irrelevant. It's just so. Cool. So so until Blockpacks releases additional BPX to the pool. So if there was one left and it would be worth that 50 in your example the millions is if BPX decided okay now I'm going to release another 33 million then immediately it drops back down to that valuation. Uniswap would look at that and say I recalculate. Is that correct? If, uh that is uh that is that is correct. It would just you know the 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 now you would have instead of you know one BPX supporting fifty million dollars, you know say they put fifty million BPX right in there, they would be worth a dollar. Sure. Okay. So it's so when it comes to the valuation, okay, th- this actually, and I appreciate um, that you're listening to BPX After Dark. This is a daytime special featuring Big Dobbs. And talking about the BPX token, I know a lot of folks are excited about the Pepe token. We're talking about the BPX token, which is been described as the Delta Sky Miles reward for the Block Packs ecosystem. And I, I have to thank you, Dobbs, because I, I promised folks I would ask a lot of stupid questions. And I, I, for whatever reason, I've had a hard time getting it through my head. And I think that this actually does help me now. It understands better. Um, and, and so in terms of the algorithm that Uniswap is using to determine the price, since everything is decentralized and everything's transparent, is can we understand that we don't know what somebody's going to do, right? We don't see the we don't see the bid and ask. Well, we don't see what folks are planning on doing. But do we understand the algorithm and what it will do to the price based on the actions that happen? So in other words, we won't know. We don't know that community member X is going to sell 16,000 US dollars worth of BPX. But do we understand what would happen to the price if 100,000 worth of BPX gets gets sold or bought? So sure. to, do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like if, if, if you're figuring well, look at, out. Look at, look at it this way, right? So, so they put in um, 33 million BPX, right? And they priced it at a penny. So to solve for how much USDC was put in, it's basically, I think like what, three, if my math's correct, $330,000, right? So there's $330,000 that Blockpacks contributed to that with the 33 million, it priced BPX at a penny. So so now every, every um, in order to balance that out, right? You're, uh, you know, if if there's more than three hundred and thirty thousand um, USDC in there, then 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 BPX is going to go up, and and vice versa. If you drain all the USDC, if everyone goes and sells all their BPX for USDC, right? You know, BPX um, will essentially go to zero until there's no much no more USDC left to redeem, right? Because then then you can't execute the trade because there's no USDC in the pool. And and that's a great point. So we were talking about if block packs, we were talking the other way, say we're down to one BPX coin, they could add 50 million more. So with the USDC, the way it works, because this is decentralized and it's not regulated, at any moment, block packs could decide to add an additional 333,000 worth of USDC, effectively doubling the value of BPX, Correct. Um, well, 
Yes, yes and no. Yes, they could add more <laughs> USDC. Yes, that would increase the price of BPX. It wouldn't double it because the price has changed from a penny. So the magnitude of the effect would be smaller now. Right, right. Yep, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, good job on your math, picking up right there. So because it's five times the amount, would it essentially be a 20% increase then? Am I doing my math correct? If we're yeah, r- r- roughly. roughly, yeah, okay, all right. So in that, that and that's three. It was three hundred k, right? You know, yep. uh, and and now we're one point seven, right? Which is basically your five x, right? So there's about a, you know there's one point seven million in cash in there. So it's okay, the amount locked on the other side. So when you talk about sixteen grand, friggin' nothing. Yep. Okay, and so. One of the takeaways, though, is in it. It's Frenchy doesn't like to fail in anything. He's you can tell he's competitive. We all know Caroline's competitive. So when we look at the U.S., when we look at BPX, we know they want it to succeed. So in terms of it, it, this, I don't want to say this isn't a lot of money. A third of a million dollars is a lot of money. But conversely, when I look at the levers that BPX can can pull to affect the price of the token up or down, it it wouldn't they wouldn't have to move mountains to affect the price. Would you agree, Dobbs? I mean, it's just math. <laughs> I know it's just math. But when you're looking at somebody, their business entity and what they could do is they just need to they can they can put more us they can put more usdc in or they can put more bpx in and they can do it until they affect the price right that's right yeah i mean yeah. ultimately ultimately the value of bpx is based on the collective trust that we have in the team and their ability to execute so it's very different than pepe which there is no team you know there is no execution anyone who buys pepe is 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 basing it off the fact that you know the, the, the next greater fool is going to pay more for it. With BPX, <laughs> it is, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not meaning that to insult anybody. I'm just, but literally, that's what you're doing. You are assuming that this is going to continue, and I am not going to be left, you know, catching sure. the falling knife, right? Whereas BPX, if they execute, if they continue to run this business effectively, if they create more value that. Uh, BPX can be used on and effectively marketed correctly, um, BPX should maintain or increase in, in, in value, right? So, so it is a bet, it is an overt bet on a team and execution. Whereas, you know, Dogecoin, you know, uh, Pepe, Shibu Inu, Bitcoin, right? Those are not, those are bets on the, um, the narrative, growing well and so i we're almost at the end of the hour and i know for folks i know jams talked about i think he he contributed a liquidity pool so how do every in terms of the liquidity pool is this i'm gonna ask another stupid question but to me buying bpx is contributing to the liquidity pool and i guess i'm not understanding liquidity pool perfectly so if i buy bpx am i contributing to the liquidity pool Dobbs. Yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah, yes and no. Um, so, so I think you know, with, with with you know, if Jams or anyone, anyone can go in, and if you want to basically become a market maker, right, and and you can do so in the liquidity pool. So don't look at it anymore as like it's not BPXs anymore. They 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 created it, 
but but it's not there. They have no control over the pool. So anyone can go in and do the same thing they did, right? Put in both sides of the transaction and you could basically set the parameters, you know, within a thread of, of when you'd want to do. So what you would do is if I went into, you know, and you can go into Uniswap, you can go to the part that says pools, I can do USDC and I can do, um, um, you know. And, and let's and let's use let's use an example of you have a thousand USDC and you okay. want to go and you want to do something. Okay, so, so you go into Uniswap, yep. I'll, I'll do it right now. I click a new position. I click USDC. <laughs> I click BPX. It says fee tier. It was, it's, so it'll it'll revert to the um, you know kind of standard fee tier, which is I think thirty bips. Um, okay, so Dobbs, you're you're losing me right there. What does that mean that you were talking about? So so okay, so I remember I talked at the very beginning about about you know why market makers exist and they exist to you know to make money it's not altruistic right. so they earn a spread right so so uniswap as a as a um as a standard charges and and this is a little nuanced 0.3 percent right a basis point is one one hundredth of a percent so they charge 30 basis points um but because uniswap is not a centralized entity those fees go to the liquidity providers Right in the form of the assets that you are posting, so you are you are you are generating fees by providing liquidity. Right, so so if I look on here right now, I click the 0.3 percent. Um, I put a thousand dollars of USDC in there. It's um, it's roughly eighteen thousand um, eight hundred BPX, give or take, um, and then I can preview. You know, in essence, what that what that looks like, and I can set you know bands at which I'd want to um, you know, in essence, be the first in line to provide liquidity, either buy or sell. So when you when you're putting this thousand dollars in, so are you taking the eighteen thousand BPX or whatever you said? Are, are you actually taking that, or you're just putting no, your zero your zero effect on the price. You're okay, putting, so because you, you're putting in both sides, you're putting in a thousand dollars worth of USDC and a thousand dollars worth of BPX. So you can only do this if you have both assets. If you just buy or trade, you are you are affecting the liquidity pool, but you're right. not providing so, liquidity. I, you don't like my analogies, and you're probably not going to like this one. Is that this almost seems like a staking? Almost is that what you're doing? So in this case, for instance, I know Jams did this. Is that so you have to do both sides. So you're saying if you go in, you have if you say you're doing a thousand US dollars, you have to do the equivalent of a thousand dollars worth of BPX and you bring both of those into Uniswap and saying, I'm going to leave both of these with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so on that, so as the person who's leaving it there, you're going to get paid zero point three percent every time your your funds get touched or just while it's there. Uh, no, so it's not staking. You're getting paid based on the based on the uh, based on the liquidity, based on the transaction volume, right? So you're uh, oh. getting paid based on the transaction volume. Okay, so if you did this right now, right now you're putting in a thousand dollars, and the bands also is when will you? You're putting this money in. You're not getting paid anything. And and by the way, at any point, can you pull the thousand and and eighteen sure. and the equivalent? Be you can pull mm -hmm. it out anytime. Mm -hmm. Just paying gas prices. 
Okay. And so when would you be paid? And I, you can't, you're not a fortune teller, but just tell us as an example, I decide that I'm going to contribute to the liquidity pool. I put in a thousand dollars and a thousand worth of BPX. When would I get paid the first time? When would I see the 0.3%? It, it, it depends on how you set your, um, your sensitivities, right? So say, 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 basically, I am willing to, um, you know, and and how other people did. And so you, you really have to. It really is about the, the, the total pool. But, but wait, I and so and and Dobbs, you you've done this already. I'm I'm I have not contributed to the liquidity pool. No. Okay. Okay. And and so, but you understand enough. So, if you put the thousand in right now. And so when you say about the sensitivities, so tell us, like, give us an example. Right now, I'm giving you $2,000, a thousand in USDC and a thousand in BPX. How are you going to structure it? Um, I would, I mean, I would probably just default right now if I were to do it because I haven't looked at all and I don't know a ton about, you know, the, the nuance of this, of this particular market. But I would also probably be more willing to buy because i've bought well i guess i guess i kind of answered my own question right because i've only bought bpx i don't really have any interest in selling bpx i would i would have my sensitivity um you know far more to the right of the bell curve on selling my bpx right so so in order for me to want to sell bpx and take in more usdc i would need a 100 percent price increase in the price of of of, of bpx right okay whereas yep, maybe go ahead. I'm providing liquidity to someone who wants to um sell bpx at um you know just five percent down right like I'm, I'm happy to buy at this level so i will so i will buy more bpx at this level okay so when folks are going into the liquidity pool and setting these bands when they're using their the cash side of theirs, and and when you go in, you always have to have a balance of BPX and US dollar. Whatever you put in, it matches up. Because oh, it has to because the pool has to remain equal, right? Um, yes. Cor- 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 well, they, you don't. You, you wouldn't. Ne- you wouldn't. You wouldn't like. You wouldn't be called for more capital if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Okay. Well, in 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 terms of the dollars that you have. So you're putting in a thousand USDC and to your point of people are looking to, they want to cash out their BPC. So for say it's five cents right now. So you would say at four cents, I'm willing to buy whoever's trying to get out at four cents. You're providing the liquidity for somebody to exit at four cents. You would get it at four cents thinking that that's a good deal. And then not only do you get it at four cents, but you get the 0.3% premium that that Uniswap person pays. Um, I believe that would be correct for that. I mean, now you could only, you could only, you could only buy up until the USDC that you put into the pool. Right. But, but right. Yes. And it, and, and that's 0.3%. So it's only a one time and it's only if your, your funds get it's a, triggered. It's a commission. It's a commission. You're, yep. it's, it's your commission that you're earning. Okay. And then on the, on the upside with the, so what happens if it goes to the downside? Okay. No, cause their funds are. They're being exchanged. Okay, so you put in U.S. dollar, you put in BPX coin, and then one of your positions gets triggered, and you only have the other. 
but the pool remains equal because that person was cashing out their BPX, which mm-hmm. triggered you. Okay, everything comes down. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of folks in the audience. I know Tito's up on stage if he has questions. Jamps, if you have anything to offer as well. Um, I, 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 I actually, Dobbs, I really appreciate it. I get it. And um, you really helped me to understand this a lot more. And I really appreciate that. And so folks, we welcome everybody up on stage. And, and, and Dobbs, I know we're just a little bit over an hour. I can't thank you enough for doing this, but tell me, Dobbs, is there anything that you want to cover about the BPX coin? Um, anything about uh, um, <laughs> how it's not like Pepe? Well, it's nothing like Pepe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, I, and I think the, I think the biggest difference is just like one has a team, one doesn't, right? Like there is no there is no one behind Pepe. There is no value. Um, you know, ascribe to it in any capacity right now, right? And then, you know, that 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 potentially could change or whatever. But, you know, BPX is, is, is totally different in that, like, you are, by owning BPX, you are, you are operating under the assumption that Frenchie and the team are going to deliver value. Yeah, well, and I, I was speaking to somebody before we went on, and their estimation for where Pepe is going to end is that 1% will massively win the earliest people, 30% will win some, 29% will lose some, and then 40% are going to get absolutely crushed. And would you agree with that, Dobbs? Would I agree with <laughs> with what? I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I, I, have, uh, I have to delay a, a, another call. Would I <laughs> agree with, with what? Who's going to get crushed? No, just in the Pepe people that you're probably going to see 1% is going to win massively and 70% of people are going to lose of those. The majority will probably lose badly when Pepe ends. Everyone who does not fully liquidate Pepe will lose. <laughs> that, that is the way it will play out. What that okay. horizon looks like, I have no idea. Right. Well, it's musical chairs, right? We never know when the song's going to end. It's, it's, it's Russian roulette. Like, I don't, I don't play, I don't, like, that's not my game. I don't do that. I mean, it doesn't mean other people, you know, I'm not going to tell other people what to do, but like, well, it doesn't make much sense to me. Well, and we'll channel our inner jams, which jams will always come back to, hey, I wish the best for you. And I hope that your bag grows steadily and you do great. So we'll wish them well. Thank you so much, Dobbs. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime. Okay, thank you. And folks, you've been listening to BPX After Dark, special daytime edition focusing on the BPX coin, liquidity pools, and I cannot thank Big Dobbs enough. I actually do understand. Uh, He had to hit my head against the brick wall a number of times, but I actually do understand a lot more than when this started. Just a reminder, folks, we have BPX After Dark auction edition coming up this Sunday at 8.45, 15 minutes earlier than usual. We're going to try to talk about the items up for auction before they start going into extension extended bidding, give folks that chance. Thank you everyone for being in the audience and thank you very much, Leone, for coming up on stage. As always, we really appreciate all of you. You're the best community in Web3. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra, which is broadcast live in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. Thank you for tuning into our show. A special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand and came up on stage, helping to make BPX the best community. BPX is a community built by collectors for collectors. That's it for this show. Thanks for tuning in.
we'll see you next time.